Welcome to Self-Confidence Unboxed, Owning Your Truth. I'm here to demystify self-confidence, break through the BS and hacks, and get to the heart of what is holding you back. By owning and living your truth, you show up more confident, self-assured, empowered in your relationships, work, and life. But what if you can play bigger in your life, make an impact rather than just sitting on the sidelines to get out of your own head and into your life? I'm your host, Angela Powell. Let's get started. Well, hello and welcome back. I am so happy to be here. How have y'all been enjoying the last couple weeks, the last four actually, of my conversations with my coach friends about that? I am launching a new podcast that will be talking about real talk and how confidence plays a part in all areas of our lives. And we'll be drilling down into that with a lot of my coach friends and other anthologists thought leaders within this space. And I am just blown away every time that I walk away from these conversations and I wanted to be able to share them with you. So I hope that you really enjoyed that. But we are going to get back to really diving in to more of our confidence and more concepts that we can be able to make actionable and bring that into our lives. And first, I know we've been talking or I've talked about your truth, but I want to kind of expound upon that a little bit more and talk about owning your truth and being your true self. And being your true self, actually, it involves your beliefs and your rules, the identity and self-concept of who you are, your wants, your purpose and impact that you have. Now, Being your true self and the truth of who you are is the foundation of confidence. So let's look into that. Let's dive in. So when you're actually owning your truth and being your true self, that includes accepting who you are, the good, the bad, the ugly, the weird, the goofy, being able to understand your humanness, that we are not perfect, that we are not chasing an ideal image that either we have set up for ourselves or people in our lives, society, whatever it may be, doesn't mean that we have to end up following that because I don't know about you, but whenever I try to follow someone else's rules for me to live by, that you have to look a certain way, talk a certain way, be able to have our hair a certain way, only for us to be accepted. You need to act a certain way for us to be accepted. First of all, that's hella boring. I mean, that's homogenous. And we're talking about, let's let's put some flavor into our lives. Let's actually own who we are, show up authentically and transparent. And, you know, I'm seeing this heart revolution that is going across the, you know, United States and the world. And, you know, it's been this slow burn, this slow build. But in the last couple of years has really just been all out of calling things out and breaking the breaking down the system so that we can build something bigger and better. And that's what I propose to you is that we actually look at our beliefs and really 
not really burn down the system, but look at them and really examine, is that working for me? Is that something that I truly believe? Have I grown out of that? Do, is that something that I can call my own that is part of my identity? If it's not, then you have the chance and the opportunity and the choice and the power to decide to choose what you are going to believe and what you're not going to believe. And if you want to tweak it to make it a little more you, great. I have been trying to fit into this box so that and show up as something that I think everyone else would like. And it made me miserable. It made me lonely in a room full of people. I could never measure up. I never felt worthy. I never felt like I could be anything or sometimes I was too much for some people. And you know what? Now, sometimes I know that maybe I am a little too much for people, but it doesn't bother me because I love me. Whenever I am big and loud and boisterous, and then I love me whenever I am quiet and introspective. I love me whenever I am being a giant goofball and geek out over cookbooks and babies and animals and cute things like that and geek out over science things and then also love want to be the badass um badass motorcycle rider that I want to be and I and I'll eventually be there but it's a matter of doing that. And so when we actually examine our beliefs, so let's look at that, right? So when we're examining our beliefs, we need to ask ourselves, we must ask ourselves, where is this coming from? But most importantly, when did it show up? When did we start believing that? And when you can figure out when, you can pretty much figure out around what time, what happened, so that you can then really discern and go, is that really me? Is that really something that I truly believe? Is this actually true? Or was this just a child interpreting what is happening? That maybe I didn't have all the facts at this time, and so I've been operating on minimal facts thinking that it's completely and utterly true and it could be so distorted from what actually happened. Um, And then also, those beliefs, there's a cycle. And so these thoughts then end up creating these feelings that we then generate and drive our actions that we have. And those actions create a result and then it reinforces the identity that we have or that we believe because our thoughts have been the driving force to the feelings, the actions, the results. And then again, it just is this constant loop. And in that identity, we end up looking outside of ourselves to be able to identify us, right? So whenever I, I was a mother, I worked hard, I was a wife, and I was um, a churchgoer. And what happened was is systematically within a year and a half, and I was a daughter, and within a year and a half, 
of my life in, I think I was 37, that my dad died. I got divorced. With the divorce comes drama and my kids ended up going with their dad for a bit because I chose not to disparage my um, husband or soon to be ex-husband at the time. And so I was, I was still a mother, but I had no children to that, that were right there with me. My dad had passed away. I wasn't married anymore. And all of this kind of swept away all my identity markers. And I didn't have a church that I belonged to um, because that was in a different state. And so I felt very alone and lost and extremely confused because my identity was stripped away. But if you actually look at your identity comes from what you believe about yourself, your self-concept. And even if everything got stripped away, when you can actually own your true self, you won't need external things to define you. You get to define you. And when you get to define you and you get to have your own identity without answering to anyone else, you could show up more confidently show up more self-assured, and then you end up just radiating this confidence and this beauty and truth within you, and it attracts people to you, and it attracts opportunities to you. And then that opens you up to really figure out what you want, what you want out of life, because you know, I don't know about you guys, but Whenever I was in that state before, even when my identity was um, stripped away and I was living by someone else's standards, by someone else's truth of what I should show up and should do and should look like and should be, that I was so disconnected from what I truly wanted. I wasn't allowed to feel this. I wasn't allowed to want this. It was just out of my reach because I didn't know that it was within the grasp. Have you seen those pictures of a gigantic elephant elephant, and it is being held down by a rope and that's it? It's because it has been systematically trained and taught and believe that this is the only thing that is holding him and it's the bigger than, than what they are. And when you live by someone else's truth and you abdicate your power and your truth to other people, you're not only abdicating your power and your truth, but you're abdicating your happiness. You're abdicating your success from that because you're just giving it to everyone else to say, okay. And you're at a whim and what I'm offering you is for you to be free of that, that you can then be wild and be true. Like, um, Glennon Doyle says you can be a goddamn cheetah and I love her book and her latest one. It is phenomenal. If you haven't read it, look it up. It's her latest book. It is wonderful. 
It is called Untamed and by Glennon Doyle, and it is phenomenal. But anyway, so we go back and we look at what we want. And from that, we can then find our purpose and where we can make impact because we all make an impact, whether it be small or large, but it has a ripple of flat ripple effect. Oh my goodness. I can't talk today, but it has a ripple effect and we are more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. It is phenomenal what we can do when we actually be able to embrace our humanness and know that we're not perfect, that we're going to mess up and that it's okay to be able to do that. Because when we're chasing perfection, we're chasing this ideal image that we can't ever attain because it's so far out of our reach. Now we can do the best that we can that at the time that is the best we can. That is perfection. It doesn't have to be perfection that is from outside of us or something that a manual or rules that we're trying to live by that are so high up that you need, you know, 20 stepladders to get up there. So anyway, whenever we end up having and, and owning our true self and really examining the beliefs that we have, when we own who we are and our true self, and we examine our beliefs and our rules, and we challenge those rules that we have and those manuals that we're living by, whether we've self-imposed them or by someone else, we can then be able to parse them out and figure out what's story and what's true and what we want to be able and what resonates with us to our core Whenever I finally figure this out and truly owning who I am, every ounce of my being, every cell of my body just feels like it's more and more alive. And then I get more and more confident. I can push through things that I would have never been able to do because I would have been too scared because I had been told that that is out of my reach, that that is not who I need to be or who I should be. And if anyone, if you ever hear should, have to, need to, you need to question that. That is a big, huge red flag, guys, for us to be able to actually look into it and say, hey, is do I have to or do I want to? Do I have to or do I get to do this? When you end up doing that, I want you to say something that you have to do. Just go ahead and say it out loud. Now, notice how that feels in your body. Does it feel heavy? Does it feel icky? Does it feel, does it bring up anxiousness in your body? Now, that same thing, say that I get to or that I want to. I want to do this. I get to do this. How does that feel? Does it feel lighter? I bet it does. Isn't that phenomenal how a little change like that can end up being able to free you from that anxiety, 
Isn't that amazing? And so whenever we end up choosing to use different language within that, what happens is that when we end up saying we have to and we need to and we should, is that it's reinforcing that amygdala, amygdala that is in the back of our brain that is telling you that you have to, that is the Karen in your brain, that self-judgment that telling you that you're worthless, that you can't do anything right, that you're going to always be alone, that you need to do this better and perfection because you're not going to get accepted. So many other stories that it can end up telling you. And so it just reinforces, see, you have to. Do you see that feeling? You have to do it. But if you say you want to, it releases you from that and then it opens and awakens your prefrontal cortex which is the part that has evolved beyond your amygdala and it can see further and farther out it can dream that's your dreamer that is the one that can be able to reason past and see past the uncomfortableness the discomfort and say it is worth it And so whenever you can rely on and listen to your prefrontal cortex, I call her Amelia for Amelia Earhart, but you end up going ahead and calling that out and listening to Amelia or your prefrontal cortex, then that will end up helping you be able to rely on your future self, to rely on the true self that you're working towards getting and be able to parse out what your ideal image is, what you're comparing yourself to in reality, and then who you want to be and who you truly are and help you be able to embrace that. Part of reviewing and looking at looking through and examining our beliefs and our rules and our manuals, part of our humanness that I've talked about is this self-love and this self-compassion that we have that we must use for ourselves because we beat ourselves up more than anybody else. Would you say those things that you say to yourself to a small child or even to you as a small child? I doubt it. Unless you're building yourself up, unless you are telling yourself and believing that you can end up making it through whatever hard thing that you're about to do or believing that you're going to get to the end of this hard, arduous goal. My goodness, I can't talk. Those things will then build your self-worth because guys, at the baseline of everything is our self-worth. That is under everything. That is the true foundation. If you can't tell, I do get kind of excited about this and uh, it is near and dear to my heart. And that is why I am a confidence coach. Now, I do want to end up letting you know that I do have a Confidently Singles uh, coaching program that is going to be launching at the end of September and I am going to be opening up the enrollment 
at the end of August. So excited to be able to have that as well as I have a Foundations and Confidence. It's a group coaching program that is going to be starting at the end of August. August 30th will be our start date. If that is something that you will be interested in to know more about it, um, I just ended up finishing up and wrapping up um, my Foundations and Confidence um, group program just recently and the wins were amazing with all these women. They came in with these fantastic goals that they wanted to end up walking away with in confidence within themselves as well as that. And they gained and got so much more out of it than just that one goal. And I look forward to be able to share those, some of those stories with you, but I would love to be able to work one-on-one with you and help you with the foundations of confidence. And if you are single, if you are freshly widowed or divorced or even just want to be confidently dating, or even just confidently just stray single. This will definitely help you. Um, It is intensive. It is phenomenal. And apparently I like that word today. So anyway, I would love to be able to hear back from you. Please DM me and let me know if you're interested, or you can go to AngelaPowellCoaching.com forward slash get started and fill that out and I will get back with you. Thank you so much for joining me and y'all have a fantastic day. Y'all go forth and be awesome. All right. Bye. You have been listening to Self-Confidence Unboxed with Angela Powell. So glad that you could be able to join us today. If this is something that you want to end up doing some more work on, we have an opportunity for you. There are openings for one-on-one coaching with Angela Powell, as well as a new Foundations in Confidence group coaching that will be starting. Enrollment will be opening up in August 16th, and then the group coaching will start August 30th. If this is something that you're interested in, please do go to angelopowellcoaching.com forward slash get started and we can get you signed up today. I look forward to being able to work with you. And also if you are interested in the one-on-one where you do a little bit more personalized work with me, please do go ahead. Also go to AngelaPowellCoaching.com forward slash get started and let me know that you're interested in that as well. Uh, There are just a few openings and I got some of those openings and I would love to be able to talk to you. All right. Thank you so much. And y'all go forth and be awesome.